Yes, 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 and yes. Welcome back to the Josue Ibarra Podcast. I'm so glad that you guys are here with us today. Um, again, if you're new to this podcast, uh, we post every Monday Josue and Ibarra Wednesdays. Podcast. Mondays, you'll hear from me, and Wednesdays, you'll hear from uh, my amazing YouTube team. And I'm really excited for some new people to come on board. Again, uh, we have Tim already announced as a new instructor, so he's going to bless you guys soon. You guys will be hearing from him, okay? Uh, but today, uh, it's Monday. Happy Monday. Happy belated Father's Day to the fathers that are listening. Uh, man, I, I want to know what you guys do for Father's Day. How did you guys honor your father? Uh, let me know what you did. Also, uh, it would mean the world to me. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot. If this is really blessing you and the content's really uh, just been improving your life or just, like I said, just really encouraged you or helped you, uh, you know, ultimately our goal is to help equip people execute their callings. So if it's helped you in that or it's getting you to that level, uh, man, please rate and review this podcast on Apple. That would be amazing and that would really mean a lot to me. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and dive right in to today's message. I want to keep it short and sweet for y'all, but um, it's going to be one of the ones that are just, I believe I wanted to challenge you. I wanted to uh, help you grow to the best version of yourself in this one. Uh, This is going to be something that um, I'm currently meditating on and just have been thinking about a lot lately. Okay, Uh, my dad was here for the Kingdom uh, Business Summit this last week, and it was phenomenal. We had a great time together. Um, but man, we, we talked about a lot of things, talked about ministry, talked about life, talked about, you know, how we, how much we miss my mom, you know, um, and we just really had a really good time and just shared awesome memories. But one of the things that, uh, was brought up was saying that I heard him. I remember, um, when I was a little kid, he was talking to his leadership team and I remember one time he was telling them, uh, about the subject of having thick skin and a soft heart thick skin and a soft heart. Now, I want to bring this out today because it is vital if you're going to, you know, fulfill the call of God on your life, uh, that you have thick skin and a soft heart. People with soft skin, uh, will, you know, fall out. They'll be offended. You know, people with soft skin are, are easily offended, offended. They're sensitive, you know, people with thick skin, you know, they're unoffendable, you know, little things don't bother them. People with like thick hearts, right, are hardened hearts. They hold grudges, they're careless, their emotions run them, and they're full of pride, you know, and people with soft hearts are forgiving towards people. They love people, and they're humble, and they're wise. And so, again, if we're going to fulfill the call of God, or we're going to execute the call of God on our life, we have to have thick skin and a soft heart. And so I'm going to dive right in um, more into this message and uh, read a passage in John chapter 6. So I've been doing a, a study on John chapter 6, and it's phenomenal here. So let me just give some context. Again, I want to make this short and sweet for you guys. But Jesus uh, just got done feeding 5,000 men and their families with miraculous miracle, man. Uh, we, we know the story in Sunday school, right? He fed them with the two fish and five loaves of bread. And man, it was phenomenal, powerful, powerful miracle, powerful, powerful testimony. And it was a true sign that, man, Jesus is the son of God, right? This is phenomenal. Things are rocking and rolling. Um, so anyways, after he feeds the 5,000 in chapter six, he's getting away from the people, right? He, he's going out to this other place um, and everyone ended up following him, right? Um, and they follow him and Jesus kind of calls them out. It's like, you're only following me uh, because you want to be fed again, uh, not because you necessarily understood the miracles. In John 6, uh, 26, it says, uh, Jesus replied, uh, I tell you the truth, you want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. 
right? So he was letting them know that he understands and he sees what, why they're really here. And he gives them, you know, pretty much this some resistance here. He gives them healthy resistance in this to really pull those who, who are really wanting to follow the Lord versus those who just want to receive, right? And so I'm going to go ahead and start in John chapter uh, 6, and I'm going to start in verse 34. And it says this, it says, uh, sir, they said, give us that bread every day. And 35, Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the father has given me will come to me and I will never reject them. Hallelujah. Praise God. And I want to let you guys know too, that you are called right now and God is calling you into him. The, the word tells us that he desires that no man perish. So he is calling you to him. So praise God, no rejection, right? Verse 38, it says, for I have come down uh, from heaven to do the will of God who sent me not to do my own will. And this is the will of God that I should not lose e uh, even one of all those who have uh, been given to me, but that I should raise them up at the last day, right? For it is my father's will that all who see his son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Okay, so Jesus said something really hard here where they're having a hard time understanding, right? In verse 41, it says, Then the people began to murmur in disagreement because he, he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. In verse 42, they said, Isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? So I'm going to pause here real quick because I want to show you how Jesus had such, uh, again, he had thick skin and a soft heart in this situation, right? People, um, and I was just talking about this in our uh, last podcast last Monday, right, on taking compliments. And the, the whole deal is if you live uh, for the applause of man, you'll die by their booze. But Jesus didn't live for that. He lived ultimately to honor uh, his father, to honor God, right? And so the, the very same people that were praising him, the very same people were, that were at awe of his miraculous miracle of, you know, feeding everyone, you know, to the point where they followed him, right? And now he's, he's giving them some, some resistance here, not rejection. He's not rejecting them, but he's giving some resistance, and in this, everyone's complaining. So if Jesus lived for the for the for the praise and for the uhas from from man, man, he would have been discouraged here. But the deal is, Jesus had thick skin. He had thick skin, and what they said didn't bother him. And I want to encourage you right now: if you are living for the applause of man, if you're living for that pat on the back from others, I'm telling you, it's going to be a roller coaster in your life. And your, your journey to fulfilling and executing the call of God in your life is going to be all over the place, right? So don't live for the applause of man, but live ultimately for the audience of one. Again, that's kind of summarizing, uh, and that was episode 29 on taking compliments. But it's true here. It's true here, right? So I'm going to go ahead and continue. Right. So he, he gives all this. He, he, he um, you know, the, the crowd is basically murmuring uh, about what he had just said uh, because they didn't understand. Right. They didn't understand. They were very, very uh, confused. <laughs> but he wasn't phased. He wasn't phased by their comments. But and he wasn't phased to the point where he continued on. He didn't stop there. He didn't say, you know what? Oh, you know, sometimes when you're, when you're ministering on a stage, uh, you, you, you uh, if people that are moved by the audience and they're speaking truth and the crowd isn't really reacting to them, they'll just change it up to get the crowd to react. But Jesus didn't do that. 
No, he continued on with what he had to say. So in John chapter six, I'm going to drop down to 53. It said, so Jesus said again, I tell you the truth, unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood, you cannot have eternal life within you because anyone who eats my flesh, uh, but anyone, excuse me. Yeah. But anyone who eats my flesh and drinks my blood. Wow. Okay. He just, you know, again, (laughs) he didn't allow their comments of questioning him and questioning like, man, we know this guy, this is a small town dude. Like he, you know, whatever, you know, how, how is he going to say he came from heaven? And then he's given them even harder truths in the facts of saying like, dude, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. If you're going to have eternal life, right? This freaks everyone out. Again, for time's sake, I'm going to drop down. But in verse 60, it says, many of his disciples said, this is a very hard, this is very hard to understand. How can anyone accept it? Uh, And and check it out. Jesus was, uh, Jesus was uh, uh, aware uh, that his disciples were complaining. So he said to them in verse, uh, yeah, this is verse 61. Does this offend you? Then that will. Uh, then what will you think if you see the Son of Man ascend to heaven again? The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing, and the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But some of you do not believe me, for Jesus knew from the beginning which ones uh, didn't believe, and he knew who would betray him. Then he said, "That is why I said that people can't come to me unless the Father gives them to me." And verse 66, it says, at this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Wow. Check this out. So again, we're talking about having a thick skin and a soft heart. The people, his disciples at this time, there were about 70 of them, uh, roughly around 70 of them. Um, they, they came to him and the majority of his disciples were uh, had uh, not soft hearts, but they had hard hearts. And so that's the deal when someone who's very sensitive. So we were describing earlier at the beginning of this soft hearts, you know, thick, uh, you know, soft skin, a thick skin, thick hearts, soft hearts in soft skin people. They're very sensitive and easily offended. Right. And so if someone has soft skin, it's more than likely it's a result of having a thick heart or in other words, a hard heart. And that's the deal. Jesus was telling them, they can't receive what I'm saying here, so they have a hard heart. You know, Jesus said something that was offensive. He said something that that got under their skin. And so because of their soft skin, they left. They couldn't receive his words because they had a hard heart or they had thick heart. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. They were offended. Now, how many of us, you know, let's say, let's bring this in in our world right now. Um, How many of you guys are are serving in a ministry? Maybe you're, maybe you're not, maybe, maybe you're in a family, maybe you're in a relationship, maybe, you know, whatever it is, you're at work and a boss gives a directive that you totally disagree with and you're way off and it's like, whatever, and it's bothering you again, it's, it's offending you. How many of us end up just leaving? How many of us end up being like these disciples and just said, man, this is a hard saying. I can't accept this. I'm out. Peace. Let me give you an example of what I'm trying to say about this. I remember one time um, I had the honor of serving at an amazing church, and I love this church so much, and they're still flourishing today. But I remember I, I was serving as their uh, like a junior high lead in their group, right? Uh, the youth pastor would always say, hey, it's not a technical title, but you're like our junior high pastor, right? And I remember, man, we were building that junior high group from about five junior hires to the point where it got to 25, man. We were rocking and rolling. It was awesome. It was really, really cool. And really, like, gosh, it was such a good time. 
But I remember uh, the the youth, the main youth uh, group numbers started to dwindle some, and there was an opportunity coming where we just needed a united front. And I remember my my youth pastor let me know and said, "Oh, Sway, we're gonna have to you know stop the junior high group and we're gonna have to combine, right? And I just want you guys to serve with us." Now, again, in my pride, for a second, it's like, "Oh man, that kind of hurts, man. Like, hold up, like we just done built this thing up, you know, and whatever, right?" And it was a direction that was hard. But again, for me, it's just like, all right, Lord, I'm ultimately here to serve you. I'm not here to serve man. And I'm ultimately fulfill your call. And you know what? I trust that, you know, uh, my lead is is making the decision that you have for them. And so in, anyways, we ended up uh, staying and committing with that and just serving under him. Now, how many people would have left because of that? I have seen countless of people leave because of offense. And where does that, again, where does that come from? It comes from a hard heart. For me, I had to soften my heart and say, Lord, it's not about me. I'm losing the ego here, Lord. It's ultimately about you. And so it was an awesome testimony in this and this that we were able to combine and just see that youth group flourish even more, right? And again, that was ultimately for, you know, again, not having soft skin, right? Thank for my dad to drilling this into me that, again, we're not people who are easily offended. We have soft, uh, we have soft hearts. And when you have a soft heart, you can have thick skin, right? So I'm going to go ahead and continue. So the disciples ended up dipping, right? They're out. They're out. Jesus, this is this is nuts. We're not staying, right? And so then, you know, at verse 66, it said, at this point, many of his disciples turned away and deserted him. Then Jesus turned to the, uh, the 12 and asked, are you also going to leave? Now, again, that's coming from someone with thick skin, right? Jesus could have uh, saw everyone leaving and just said, dang it, I did the wrong thing. I made a mistake. Let me uh, let me explain what I really meant to say, or let me let me explain this parable of what uh, what I mean by eating my flesh and drinking my blood. No, no, no. He, he just said, that's what I got to say. Are you staying or are you going? And then he looked at the 12 and said the same thing. Are you staying or are you going? Right? Because he had thick skin. I'm going to continue in verse, um, one second, verse 68, it says, Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe, uh, we believe, and we know you are the Holy one of God. Wow. Peter sits on deep here, right? Peter may have not fully understood, I relate to Peter in this, right? With the whole thing, with the whole situation with the junior high group uh, having to be combined. Again, um, ultimately, it's like, Lord, (laughs) I don't understand. Um, Sure, my feelings are a little hurt, but Lord, I give this to you. And Lord, ultimately, I'm here to follow you. And really, what it came from is this principle that Peter just shared right here. You know, you can read this and just pass it, but we're going to really break down what he just said. Peter said, uh, responding to Jesus when he asked, hey, are you guys going to leave also? Simon basically said, Lord, to whom would we go? I want to break this down. Peter said, look, we're completely surrendered. There's nothing to return to. We left everything. And so I got to ask, are we completely surrendered to the will of God? In Romans uh, chapter 12, verse 1, it says, it tells us, it encourages us to be a living sacrifice. Be a living sacrifice. I'm going to read this. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Wow. They, he, he, Peter was saying, look, we've given up everything. That's complete surrender. 
That's complete surrender. So where should we go? Where should we go? There's nowhere to go, right? Um, it makes me think of a, a good book called uh, Thinking Grow Rich. If you guys have ever read that, I uh, love that book. Uh, but in the um, book, uh, the author gives an example of this captain, right? He was going across to another island to, to take over that island. And so he gets his soldiers there. And the crazy thing is when they land on this island, he burns the ships. He burns the ships and then they boom, like they have to win because if they don't, there's no place to retreat, right? Because the ships are burned. And that's what, uh, that's what I'm meaning by complete surrender. Are your ships that you have areas to go back to, are they burnt or are you fully committed? Are you fully committed? You know, are they burnt and you're fully committed or do you have them still open and available? So when things get tough, you just dip out. Complete surrender, complete surrender. And sometimes we got to lose the ego. Um, I, I did an episode in uh, episode 19, lose the ego, where I talked about, man, uh, gave some practical steps of how we lose our pride and let go of our pride and we fully surrender, right? Lose the ego. It's just, you know, learn from others, uh, own your 1%, serve others and evaluate your motives. I encourage you to check that out if you haven't listened to it yet. But again, if we're going to be people that have thick skin, we got to lose our pride. And we got to be that living sacrifice. In other words, we're dying to our flesh. And that is how we'll have thick skin, right? And then lastly, it says, uh, he, he said here, um, again, I'm going to go back, verse uh, 68, or excuse me, verse, yeah, 68, Simon Peter replied, Lord, to whom will we go? You have the words that, have, that give eternal life. We believe and we know you are the Holy One. Man, they're pressing, you know, uh, Peter let him know that one, I, one, I completely surrender, but two, I'm fully pursuing you. One, I completely surrender because look, where, where do I go? We let go of everything, right? Complete surrender. But two, we know you have the words of eternal life and we believe, meaning they're pressing forward, right? And just like James in James uh, chapter four, verse seven through eight, um, it says this, it says, uh, so humble yourselves before God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God and God will come close to you. Listen, Resist the devil, so meaning we're pushing, we're resisting, we're pushing away, right? Or complete surrender to me as we're burning the ships of our life and we're saying, nope, it's not mine, but it's yours. I'm letting go. And then I'm pressing forward to come, I'm coming closer to God, right? It's that push and pull. I'm pushing away the resistance of offense. And that's the deal. Offense, uh, Luke chapter 17, verse 1, it says that it is impossible that offenses won't come to you, meaning that there's always going to be an opportunity to be offended. Always, always. But it's our decision of whether we're going to accept it or we're going to resist it. We're going to push away that offense, right? And when we push away, you know, it's just like weight training. You know what I mean? Like when you get a, uh, you know, your, um, barbell on you and you're doing bench press, right? You, you know, that, that weight comes down on you. And once it touches your chest, boom, you're pushing and you're resisting, right? You're resisting that weight against you. And what is that doing? That's building your muscles, right? Or it's again, to me, it's hardening your skin, right? To the point where you have thick skin where I'm not going to be bothered by this, but then you're pulling onto God. You're pulling onto his grace because here's the deal. He does have the eternal uh, life. He has the words of eternal life and we believe him. We believe him. 
You know what? It's just like uh, what Chandra was saying in uh, episode 30 of Don't Drift. You know, it's, uh, and I love the example. I always tell her, like, you're the best. I love your illustration. She she rocks it with her with her different illustrations and examples. But she was talking about, like, a boat, you know what I mean, being um, – planted by anchoring down and not drifting away and again a lot of that is intentional you have to intentionally put your anchor in the word you have to intentionally come back and have intimate relationship with god it's an intentional thing that doesn't happen by accident so make this real practical how do we have thick skin and a soft heart we have to completely surrender to god we have to completely surrender we have to die to our flesh. And then secondly, we have to pull and rely on his grace and pull and rely on his words. Now, I'm going to share this last story. And I've shared this before if you've uh, have listened to me at church um, or anything like this. And it's, a, it's an embarrassing story on my part, but I, I think it gets a point across. Because I understand, man. I understand. There are times where offense comes and it hurts. Right? It hurts. And that's the deal. Like, uh, there's always, I've always heard the saying, like, if you're offended, you deserve to be right. But then what we don't focus on is even the flip side is being offensive, right? <laughs> there are some people who are intentionally offensive. Okay. Some people who are intentionally offensive. And so when that intentional offense come towards you, the truth is still the same. You, we gotta choose not to be offended. We gotta choose not to be offended. And this is where we display the soft heart here, right? This is where we're going to display the soft heart. And it's an example of the story. I remember one time my dad, um, you know, he would always uh, give me that saying. It's like, man, because uh, I was a crybaby growing up, to be honest. All right, don't laugh at me. Um, <laughs> but I remember he would always tell me like things like, hey, you know, uh, you can choose to be glad or you can choose to be sad, right? It's a choice. And I remember one time, I was a little kid, man. I was crying my eyes out. And my dad told me, Josue, you can choose to be sad or you can choose to be glad, but it's up to you. And I remember just crying my eyes out and just lifting my arms up to my dad and said, Dad, I want to be happy. Can you tickle me? <laughs> right? Here I am, a crying baby, lifting up my hands and saying, Dad, will you tickle me because I want to be happy? Listen, there are times when offense may come to us. And we got to lift up our hands to almighty God and say, God, give me joy because I'm hurt. Right. And what is that? That is a soft heart to God. I'm pulling on to God. I'm pulling on to his grace. I'm pulling on to his word. I'm pulling on to his comfort. And that when you can do that, I'm telling you, your thin, your skin becomes thick and you become undefendable. You become unoffendable. And your soft becomes hard and you, and you become forgiving. And that is how you grow thick skin and a soft heart. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you guys are awesome. I'll uh, stay tuned. Uh, Wednesday, we'll have Rick. He's going to share some great words with you guys. Thank you again. Peace. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that message. Again, if you want to get the most out of this podcast, you got to date us. What does that mean? Uh, DM us any questions or any thoughts that you have, and we'd be 
more than happy to connect with you. But DM said, host Sweet Bar Podcast on Instagram. And we'd love to connect. All right. A is for apply. Again, you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, doesn't matter what you listen to, what book you read, what your mentor said, or what you journaled if you don't put action behind it. So apply, apply, apply. T is for teach. Another way of learning is teach it. And the way you can teach that is either by sharing this podcast, writing a review on it, or telling a friend about it. Lastly, partner with us and help us get exposure. Best way you can do that, again, is by rating and leaving a review or sharing on social media. We appreciate you. Love you. We'll talk to you next time. Peace.